by the 600 metres. The first 1400, 126, 16. The leader is Zaki. He starts to ride him along now as Banker's Choice gets closer on the outside. Numerian was next. They're followed by Zarek just waiting on an inside run as Zaki turned into the straight in front. What's under the bottom? Well, no soon. He leads Zarek up on the inside. One and Numerian, Banker's Choice. Went over into the clear and Kovalika pitching inside runs. Zaki is all out. He is all out the favourite. He is gone. Numerian and Wetter on the outside. Now pair off for the cup prize. On the outside, Wetter going a little better than Numerian. Wetter's cup. Wetter won. Beat Numerian. Kovalika third. Watch the derby next week. And Dewis in fourth. Then came nonconformist Zarek. Banker's choice, no compromise, Palmetto. Zaki has performed well below expectations, beating only Diamil and a tissue who failed to complete the course in a gallop of 22.17. Well, Zaki was looking for his second Dooman Cup, but it was to be Huetor who captured his second Dooman Cup and an outstanding ride by Ryan Maloney and, of course, trained to perfection by Peter and Paul Snowden, father and son training partnership, uh, regular visitors to our carnival and regular winners as well, and they've come up trumps at the top level yesterday. Paul Snowden has been kind enough to join us this morning as our first guest. Paul, good morning and congratulations. Good morning. Uh, thanks very much. It was uh, very pleasing to, to do it again from last year, that's for sure. Yeah, exactly right. What were your confidence levels going into the race? Because he was coming off a good run of the Hollandale. Yeah, pretty confident. Um, we could turn the tables on Zaki off the back of the Hollandale run, just knowing by the fact of what he's done this preparation. Each run, he's just kept progressing and, and improving throughout the prep. So um, if you compare to last year, um, you know, we probably... It was it was run at the Gold Coast, and it was, it was a, a deteriorating track with rain um, in the lead-up to that, which he doesn't seem to like, but... Um, you know, just knowing the fact, I think he's going better than what he was last 12 months ago, and and um, like I say, through the line in the Hollandale, he was he was like three four lengths in front of Zaki uh, on the Hollandale a couple of weeks ago. So it gave us good confidence going into the race yesterday that we had him as good as what we could, and, and he got the job done. Paul, talking to you before the race and the days before the race and also after the race, I got the feeling you expected this. I mean, he, he went out $10, but it was something you were, that you expected. It was a surprise to some last year when he won. It wasn't to you, but this was no surprise at all, was it, this year? No, not not yesterday. Um, just, just knowing where the, where the horse sits, you could just see him thriving. Um, the lead-up, the last sort of two weeks, it's just been a, a continuous improvement in the horse and his physicality and his, his mindset. He's not a horse that we do a lot with in between runs. His runs get him to where he needs to be to his next, and I think that's probably suits a lot of these European horses. They don't they don't like you know the hard the hard work. I think the more fresher they are, the better they are, and I think it suits this bunch training. That's for sure. When you've done everything you can to have a horse ready for any race, let alone a Group One, you then hope for for a good ride, and you weren't let down here. He, Maloney, Ryan Maloney. Put the horse to sleep. Seventh offence. Came off the fence at the right time. Followed the right horse into the race. Numerian got into the clear at the right time, and then Wedor played his part. So I think you, you made comment at post race. What was an outstanding ride? Oh, it sure was. And look, um, Kieran McAvoy's been a, a regular partner of this bloke, and when he decided to stay in Sydney, um, the Hollandale meeting. Ryan was my first choice. I actually I sought after. I think I thought he was a good fit for the horse. He's a He's a horse that you sort of can't uh, push too hard too early in his race. You've just got to let him find a comfortable spot where he, he seems to find. And 
Ryan's pretty casual. Um, I think they're, they're a pretty good pair, actually. <laughs> smooth sailing yesterday and smooth sailing, for that matter, last year. But there's been some tricky times in between, hasn't there? Take us a bit inside the the infection that he picked up. He could have almost lost an eye, which would have meant curtains for his racing career. Yeah, so it was when all this wet weather was around um, and, and the straw at the time, uh, there, was, there, was a, there was a fungus through, through all the wet weather. Uh, provided in, in the, all this straw that was getting harvested. And uh, that's what the eye surgeon put it down to. And obviously, you know, a lot of these horses live on straw and, and there's no doubt he does. But um, he, he developed this. And I, honestly, the day before, I, you know, I walked past his box and he just had a little tiny, like he had a little bit of dirt in his eye. And I, I cleaned his eye out and I put a bit of cream in there. And I, the next day, it was late in the afternoon, I said, oh, we'll just get that stain just to make sure there's nothing, there's nothing untoward, no ulcer. Uh, developing anyway, um, that's how it stemmed from. It was something so so insignificant, but it turned out to be such a, a, a dramatic thing. Um, slowly got worse and worse and worse, and it was to a degree there the the product that we were putting in, all the medicines going into the eye, wasn't penetrating through the fungus. It was actually killing it before it could treat it. So a tube was inserted um, twenty full time. He had it for about three or four months in the back of his eye to administer the medication through that way to try and treat it that way and still wasn't doing the best that it could. Um, so then um, we got we got an eye surgeon in and he recommended that... Oh, it's a, it's a horrendous thing to watch. It just scrapes the eyelid. Oh. Um, and, it's, um, it, and he had that done two or three times uh, and eventually it started to respond. And, um, you know, full credit to Lauren, who looked after the horse, he... Um, all these sort of things had to be administered every four to six hours, and she she came in off her own bat and just did that all throughout the night and every day. Um, like I said, for so, that's such a long period. Um, it just it's means a lot to everyone. He's rising seven. He's an import, of course. He's rising seven, but you've got a pretty lightly raised product here. He's only had the 23 starts, and the, the cup yesterday was his seventh win. Yeah, look, he's, um, he's a progressive horse. He always has been, and... Obviously, on the back of last year, when when all this went pear shaped, we we're sort of heading towards a Cox Plate preparation, and I, I think he sort of, you know, it's it's something achievable for that horse, and obviously only time will tell. But you know, I think we've got a, a horse that um, we're we're getting to know quite well, and I think we're starting to show that in his in his results, this preparation. A couple of ones. Does he hang around, or, or is he likely to to contest the the Q22? Obviously, the 1.2 million dollar race on Stradbroke Day and also just throwing forward to next week we have King of Sparta in the Kingswood Smith and, and what runners can we expect you to have in the size? Yeah so look at, at the moment it was all geared towards his probably performance yesterday as far as where he took battles on into the Q22 and I've got to say how well he's pulled up this morning and the boys have ran straight away and, and said how well he, he licked the bin and he's nice and bright and the tail up over his back which is absolutely normal for him to be post race so Good signs. Um, probably last year, we sort of went off the back of the Durham Cup, and I, I thought he, he ran a little bit flat in the Q22, where I, I think we're in a bit better position this year. So I don't see why it's going to be a problem. Um, and the Kings of Smith, King of Sparta, will definitely be running. Um, he's had a tick over trial since the victory stakes, and he's jumping out of, out of his skin at the moment, and that's how you have to have that horse. He's, when he's fresh, that's at his, at his best. Um, as far as the size goes, uh, there's on that ballot that was released earlier in the week, there's probably three that are definitely going to make it. 
Um, the only ones that, that include Snapback, um, what's got the other King, and um, has the King got out yet from his last run? Yeah, well, he's still, he's still yeah. No, I don't think so. But he's <laughs> done particularly well since he's been up there. So hopefully we can have a little bit more luck with him. Um, and maybe the one that might not get out, might get a run, would be Vomo Island. But what what it is, there's a two two. He's a forty hundred meter two year old race down in Sydney Saturday. So whatever doesn't make the field, they'll run here just to keep in step with things, just in case we sort of go towards a JJ and they're they're still uh, you know ready to go there. And just before you go, a quick mention of the the filly Queen of Dragons yesterday. She got a long way back, but she was good late. Yeah, a little bit disappointing just how how she sort of didn't wasn't be able to take that sort of opportunity off the good draw and travel a little bit closer. But the tempo was red hot. Um, she got home great, but just I think the fact of how good the tempo was, she struggled just to, to stay on the bridle. If she could just stay on the bridle a little bit, I think it, she would have come uh, a lot quicker late. Um, albeit not not disappointed one little bit, but maybe the Oxlade in three weeks, I think from yesterday, 1,300 looks um, suitable for her and we might just add a little bit of gear just to help her travel that little bit better mid-race. Yeah, that's on Stradbroke Dave. Congratulations to you and Dad and the, and the whole team with Wedor and continued good luck during our carnival. Appreciate it. Cool. Thank you.